in 2021, could it be possible that you could become your own channel? Right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Hi everyone. Thank you for joining me for Higher Journeys. I am your host, Alexis Brooks, and welcome to our very first show of 2021. I couldn't think of a more appropriate guest to have to kick off this new year, none other than the daughter of the late, great Dolores Cannon, Julia Cannon. Julia was on our show about a year and a half ago, and my oh my, how things have changed since then, eh? Well, I thought it would be fitting to kick off this new season of Higher Journeys with a discussion about our potential. I know we're hearing a lot of talk about what is possible for us going into not just this new year, but a new decade. Who are we really and who will we become? Even as a result of challenge, might we find some extraordinary abilities buried within all of this tumult, including the ability to channel for ourselves. Julia and I talked about a lot of different things. We were all over the map and we had the best time. You'll see, I think you'll find it lots of fun. But I think the center of our conversation, I think something that you'll really wanna wanna hear about and know more about is, is it possible to be your own channel? I mean, there are so many of us that are seeking out psychic advice these days and doing all sorts of different modalities to try to get to the core of who we are. But in this age where I have said, and I will continue to say, that we are living in a metaphysically potent time. What are our capabilities? What can we really harness, including channeling our higher self? Now, some might say, well, you could channel other beings, you could channel perhaps angels. We don't really know what we're channeling, but Julia contends that we may actually be, well, have an infinite link, of course, to what we call our soul self, our higher self. And that's what we really focus on. How is it that uh, we're able to tap into that force? How, how is it done and what can we learn from it? So without further ado, join me for this really exhilarating first conversation of 2021 with my guest, Julia Cannon. Everybody, welcome Julia Cannon to Higher Journeys. And I don't know how much uh, I'm going to allow you, <laughs> allow you to hear. Um, Julia and I have been talking for probably about 40 minutes or so, and there's some good juicy stuff there, but we had to get this conversation going uh, on the record. So without further ado, we're going to do that right now. Welcome everybody and happy new year. Happy new year, Julia. Happy new year, Alexis. And thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I'm so excited you are here. And I had emailed you. I'm trying to think it was probably a couple of weeks ago at this point and I didn't hear. And I'm like, well, I know she's probably not traveling at this point. So I know I will hear from her eventually. Mm-hmm. And I did. And you graciously accepted. <laughs> and boy, we've got so much yet to talk about. We've talked, we may, we may put a, a couple little clips here and there. Cause we, we really got into some deep, deep stuff. Yeah. So I'd like to know what we were talking about. <laughs> just love to know <laughs> off the record. Well, listen, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're now on the record, but of course we're, we're among family with the journeyers in the, in the room. So uh, I just want to say to you, Julia, you beautiful soul, you, I said it before and I'll say it again. I love your energy. I know we haven't talked for, I think it's a year and seven months. It was June that we did the interview. I did, the, I counted. <laughs> and we haven't really, I think we spoke on email a couple of times uh, and then lost touch for a bit. 
but I do consider you a friend and you know a friend when you can get on after close to two years and boom, you're right into a conversation. So Absolutely. yeah, exactly the same way about you, Alexis. Uh, you're well, let's <laughs> Likewise, let's not let a year and seven months no. go again. So starting right now, we will. <laughs> and plus there's just so much fun stuff to talk about. So much exciting mm -hmm. stuff to talk about things that we've been talking about off air that we're going to carry now into uh, the larger uh, conversation with our audience. And I want to start, I want to get right into the zone because really you and I, we were talking about what Tarot mm -hmm. and we <laughs> learned that we both read Tarot. Julia does it a lot better than I. I'm oh, oh, uh, that <laughs> <laughs> I have been playing with it for a very long time. I know it. And I, I, that was kind of my beginning. It was one of my beginning things that was back when I would just play with things. And, but that got me to get in touch with my own gut, my own hunches. You know, I didn't realize what that was. And I know one time I was reading for somebody, I just saw it as I was always going to the book and it's like trying to, but then one time I was getting some thoughts and I thought, so I just said what I was thinking. And the person's like, Oh, Oh my gosh, that's dead on. I'm like, oh. it is. And I knew where it was coming from. And I thought, oh, I get that a lot. I wonder if that's something. <laughs> well, they say that uh, when you're doing tarot and, and variations, of course, there's oracle cards. And I'm really just learning the difference between, between the classic tarot and the oracle is that it's designed as a tool to help bring out the intuitive impulse that you have anyway. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think, yeah. Oh, there's so many tools. Um, they're reminding me, and that's where you'll see a lot of these things being done. Like you have like the tarot, you have uh, palm reading. My mother did that. She taught me how to do that. And I'm not, I mean, mom was fantastic, but that, I think that was, those are like, these are some of these gateway experiences. <laughs> Crystal ball. I have that too. I don't have, I haven't figured it out yet, but I think it's the same thing. You just need something that is you're focusing on. And then that allows the information to come through. I was just saying to someone the other day, we were talking about getting into a meditative state and you think of meditation as a vocation or practice that's very disciplined and mm -hmm. it's either with a mantra or sitting in a certain pose. And I've been a meditator off and on since I was 13. Mom and dad dragged me to meditation class. Yes, that was our outing, but that's another story entirely. <laughs> but I was saying to her, Julia, that uh, the individual I was talking to, I found that I can fix my gaze on an area. Let's say it's a tree outside. I'm looking out of a window mm -hmm. and use that as a focal point. And yet it becomes less of a focal point. It's almost like a gateway where I will, I'm not even consciously aware that I'm looking at the tree anymore. It's right. a launch pad that takes me elsewhere. Have right. you ever had that happen? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I agree completely. In fact, that's what you want. You just want, it's just something. That's why they always say, put your focus on something. And then that's what happens. You're not thinking about it. You're not thinking about the tree. You're not, you're just looking at it and focusing there. And I think I just lost you. Are you still here, Alexis? Nope. I just put you on solo oh, screen. Oh, God. Okay. You freaked me out. Oh my gosh. You left me. <laughs> I'm here. The camera is on you now. It's yes. No problem. Anyway, so it's like, the thing is, I mean, at first you might be thinking about it, but it's really just pick something, anything. It doesn't matter. Just look at it and you get and your eyes will start taking on a different. They won't focus. You know, they'll when we say focus. We don't mean ultra, you know, study it or anything like that. You're just gazing and then you just allow it to go from there, wherever it will go. 
and anything that happens is fine. And that's the beginning stuff. Like I said, those are gateway things. I mean, that's the biggest thing is just learning, you know, do anything that gets you inside of yourself to go within, to get your own information and, mm -hmm. and be okay with it. I mean, so many people, they, they want to bring fear along with it. Oh my gosh, what if this, it's like, this is your, you, this is you and all you. So there's nothing to be afraid of. You might have your own little uh, skeletons, you know, that you've got going on. Well, that's wonderful. That's what this is about is to go in and understand what those are about. Don't be afraid of anything. They're Don't really be afraid. nothing to be afraid of. I, so, I remember being at a channeling session where the entity that came through among many other things said, Alexis, you have to understand that fear is a disease. Mm -hmm. This was right before all of this happened, by the way. Wow. Fear is a disease, disease. Mm -hmm. And we know that disease. Yes. Yeah, among many other things that have come out from this period of time, due to the constant reminders of what we're dealing with fear is prevalent based on a disease. Mm -hmm. Well, and if we can go there, I mean, I know we didn't, we touched, we were talking about this before the show and actually they're reminding me. So this is what, um, since you brought the fear thing, that's really to me what Corona, the coronavirus represents. It's all about fear. Uh, and, and, if, and, we can get into a bit more a little bit about something else that I did was um, on soul speak and talking about how the body communicates to us through different ailments and things in the lungs. Anything that going on with the lungs is indicating fear that's going on. Well, where has this virus been hitting people? It hits them in the lungs. And so to me, that's telling me that this is all about fear. So it's about us facing our fears. We look at them, face them. If we at one, we're needing we're needing rest. Usually that's if we come down with an illness that puts us down, we need rest. We need something. But then you look at where the body is being affected, and then that tells you what's behind it. Lungs are about fear. It's fear of life. Oh, my gosh. This has really addressed that. This whole thing has brought us. It's, it's just put it in our face. Deal with it. Look at this. You know, what do you want to do? Where are you going? You know, so I love that if we can look at it from that perspective, rather than get, being afraid of it, oh my gosh, I might get it, I might get it. You might, but you're going to be okay. Look at why you got it. It's to tell yourself something. Okay. You said that. Yeah. yeah, you've been so consistent in saying that the body is designed. It's a messenger, and it's mm -hmm. designed when when. How did you put it? It its way of communicating is through pain. And it uses pain to get attention. Yeah, pain will get your attention. If nothing else will, pain will do it. So if you've got pain, that's just your body, your higher self, what it's just trying to communicate to with you through your body. That And it's just saying, hey, we've been trying all these other ways of telling you. Now we're going to communicate with you in a way that will definitely get your attention. And that does. You know, and sometimes we have to put ourselves, you know, we get something that puts us to bed for several days or whatever. You know, it's just... You know, like, you know, you and I both had that. You work, we work, 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 work. And then finally, you know, we're not listening to the messages saying, slow down. Hey, give yourself a break. Be kind to yourself. We just go, go, go. And then all of a sudden we're in bed, you know, it's going, yeah. I can't move. <laughs> and that's just the way it's going. You weren't listening. You had to get the rest now, you know, so. Now you know she's talking about me, right? Because I was out for the count for about 36 <laughs> hours. Conveniently. Well, I'm not say anything. 
Okay. I did, guys. I was out for the count right after Christmas. We won't go there. It's not about that. But yeah, and you said immediately it was you needed to get rest. And I was running pretty hard. So so be it. I yeah. I listened. I had no choice but to listen because well, exactly. And then and then what you can do is like what I do if I get if it gets to that point, it's like, okay, I get what you're telling me. I will rest. I will do this. But how about, you know, from here on, I'll do it this way or whatever. I'll do something that's more respectful. Or if I start seeing something coming on, I'm like, okay, I get what you're telling me. I will start, I'll pace it differently. I am going to get rest, but just let me get through this. I promise I will get the rest. And then it usually goes away. But see, mm -hmm. it's like, the it's like, hey, what do you want us to do? <laughs> right. Are we going to do it for yourself or are we going to do it for you? <laughs> I think there's something to be said for having a dialogue with that mm -hmm. um, that entity, that intelligence speaking to us, mm -hmm. our bodies. What do mm -hmm. you think? Literally. Absolutely. Well, the bodies listen. They are, this. the body is a universe. You know, it's a universe of cells. It's a, it's this huge, I mean, it's a whole ecosystem, if you really think about it. And to, you know, these bodies are a universe. To this universe, we, the person that the body is attached to, is God. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we are the gods of our universes. So what are most of our universes hearing? You know, they hear all this stuff coming from outside and they hear our self-talk. They hear all these things and it's usually not very positive stuff. So, you know, the bodies are listening constantly. They are listening to their gods, just like we listen for our messages. They are listening for their messages. So it's just a matter of feeding it good information. You know, it's like saying once in a while, hey, I'm so proud of you. I love you. Thank you so much for all you do for me. That is wonderful. I had a time, and this is a story I tell in one of the classes, where I had some really major ailments coming down on me. And uh, this was right at the time before my mother passed, Dolores Cannon. And I see it now as, okay, uh, you know, what was going on probably behind the scenes. But mm -hmm. at that time, it was just all these things were happening. And um, and I, my knees were acting. I mean, I was concerned I was going to have surgery. And I'm like, that's, that's against my whole belief system. No, there's, there's something I, I, I can't understand this, what's going on. And um, so I started, I got to the basis of what was going on. And what the message was, was that I did not love myself. In fact, I hated myself. That was the message that was getting through. So once I got through that thing that I was dealing with, it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I feel that way about myself. Then it was a matter of turning it around. And it's like, okay, then, because this is the result of me hating myself for whatever reason. And I did figure that out what that was. But now it's like, well, I'm not there anymore. And I actually am very proud of what I came through and what happened. You know, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to beat myself up over. It's something to be very very excited about and move forward. And so then I shifted it to, if that's from hate, then I love you. I love you, body. I love you so much. I love you for every single thing you do for me. I love these feet. I love these knees. You support me and you do all this wonderful work for me. I love the lungs. You know, I just went through every part of the body and I would do that several times a day. And what's gorgeous about the body is it may take a lifetime of negative self-talk to tear it down, but it's, it responds beautifully and very quickly to positive mm -hmm. self-talk. And it turned around completely within just, oh, maybe a couple of months, maybe. Really? Completely, where I had no more symptoms. I had nothing. <laughs> so. 
That is so powerful. And here's the first thing that came to mind. And by the way, I feel like I just had a deja vu. Really strong. We're made up of water, Mm -hmm. primarily water. You may know where I'm going with this. (laughs) Two words, Masito Emoto, the famous late mm-hmm. doctor. Yes. Yeah, we talked about talking to water. Exactly. <laughs> when you mm-hmm. gave your body life affirming mantras, yeah. it became your cells became symmetrical, yeah. just like that water that Emoto would flash freeze after words of love. Mm-hmm. And conversely, mm-hmm. I hate myself. You know what that does. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that make perfect sense? Absolutely. And it, and just as you're saying that too, it's like, well, there we go back to that dis-ease. You know, that's when things are not in alignment. They're out of sorts. And that's what creates these situations. You put the love in there. It brings everything back into alignment. Easy as that. Mm-hmm. And did you really feel it, Julia? You must have been, because mm-hmm. I think it's got to be more than words, but rather the feeling that accompanies oh, words. Absolutely. You have to feel it. You have to just, I mean, I... I was so, once I understood that, like I said, I had to come to that whole realization and um, and that took a while for me to fully get. But once I did, then I was really getting into this. And I remember stepping out of the shower one morning and um, and I was drying off my feet because every day I was like doing this thing every day, you know, I was talking, I talked to my body and I was drying my feet and I was looking, I was like, these are the best feet in the world. In fact, I designed the best body in the whole world. I love it. And I was like, and I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, I know that it's never heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> because up until that point, I'm like, oh my God, how did I, you know, where did this body come from? You know, but that's what we do. And it's like, you know, but if we can understand that before we came into this life, we actually designed our bodies. We we knew what we wanted to so we could accomplish whatever it was we were coming here to do it. That's why we picked our parents. That's why we picked the whole DNA thing. That's why we, all of that's very strategically designed. Mm-hmm. So if we did all that, then why are we so ashamed of our creation? There you go. Journey, I think what Julia is saying is some powerful stuff. Some of the most powerful paradigm shifting things are the easiest fundamental thing. I forgive me. I don't. I can't recall whether you said you, you uh, spoke about where this inclination to do what you would do came from. Did you just have an epiphany? What happened, Julia? To me. Well, this it's a long story, but it comes from you know my mother's work. Um, she did her hypnosis method, quantum healing hypnosis technique, and in that method that she created and she developed and refined and everything over the years and years, in that method you're actually getting in touch with your higher self to answer all of your questions, anything you could ever want to know. So it's really helping you to understand what's going on, and if there's healing that's needed in the body, it will come in and it will get things back into alignment, you know, but in the process, it would say, okay, well, this is out here because of this or whatever, this is what's going on. And it was always leading to something. It was showing the correlation between disease and the thought patterns or the lifestyle or something that's going on, you know, so it's like showing that these two are directly correlated. And with my background in nursing, when she started seeing this stuff, it was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. I absolutely love the body. And so that, 
I just love the, the correlation it was making there because I've always gone, okay, you have illness, you treat it, you know, and you, <laughs> and that was it. But it was like, there's gotta be more. There has to be more to it. So when she started getting this information, it's like, that makes so much sense because it's coming from within. It's our higher part. You know, it's, it's not from outside. All of that just made sense to me. So that's where this was. Um, I actually, you know, um, when mom was doing her, she was teaching her classes and everything. This was coming in at the time that she started teaching uh, her QHHT method. And people are wanting to know, okay, like these different ailments, these different diseases, what do they mean? What are they stuff like that? And she's like, and so we had a lot of them listed and we teach that in the class. And then she's like, well, you need to write this in a book. And she's like, no, I've got, I've got so many books already. Well, I'm in the back of the room and I'm getting this hit on the head, you know, from my higher self going, this is your book to write. And I'm like, that, she's the writer, you know? <laughs> anyway, so I went to mom and she's like, no, this is your book to write. So you go ahead. And, and so that's kind of where it was step by step. These things were coming from this, but I understood, I understood the communication. I understood the language that was being used. And that's what's so exciting is once you do, it's like everything else, it, it you know, it's, it's really hard for anybody to pull anything on you, <laughs> you know, because, you know, it's it's just them. It's that this person has this going on because they're trying to communicate something to themselves. Now, they can put up all whatever kind of smoke screen they want. And the, anybody else can put up any kind of smoke screen they want, but it comes down to each individual person and what they're trying to communicate to themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool about how it works. But anyway, but that's where I had already written the book. I already had this going on when this stuff was happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I felt like such a hypocrite. It was like, I'm not supposed to have anything happen to me. I wrote the book, you know? <laughs> you had to though. You had to. I had to, to have this understanding, to really have this understanding of, this part of ourselves and how powerful it is and just what we are doing. Are we, we're talking about soul speak, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I see it. I'm going to put a, an image oh. of the book so everyone can see it. I know it's a brilliant book. Where did I hear recently, Julie, and I've heard it before that it is said that the soul, whatever that, that energy is, that omnipotent really mm -hmm. energy exists only inches above our head. Have you heard that? I haven't. Um, I look at the soul. I mean, it might be. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I don't have the need to define like that. So um, I just know that our soul is that greater part of ourselves and it's mm -hmm. coming into this experience and it comes from the greatest part of ourselves. Uh, who Many of us call the oversoul, the universal consciousness, the higher self. Um, but it's like it, it's a piece of it that comes into this body from mm -hmm. this existence. So that's where that's maybe as much of a definition as I would give to right. it. Um, right. You know, I think for it is. right. <laughs> I think for me the significance of because I really don't even think in terms of space from that perspective mm -hmm. because it operates both within and outside of space. Mm -hmm. But I think the inference is that it it resides so close to us right. that we can right. access it. I think that was really sort of the context that it was brought Well up. and what I'm getting as you're saying that it's like it acts as a bridge. So uh -huh. that would be what it means was like between the conscious mind and that that super conscious part of ourselves. Um, so it's acting as that. That's what it's, I'm seeing as we're talking about this. So that's interesting. I've never looked at it that way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think this would be a good segue. I really want to get into this idea of 
can we be our own channel? Can we be our own channel? And we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into that, but before we do, we're gonna take a quick break. So stay with us. We're here with Julia Cannon, my buddy. I'm so excited. What a great way to kick off the new year. All right, journeyers, we'll be right back. Here are just a few reasons why you'll want to subscribe to Higher Journeys on YouTube. But there are actually over 200 reasons. Help us get more people to join the journey. We appreciate your support and for joining us on The Higher Journey. I'm your host, Alexis Brooks. All right, everyone, we're back. We just spent the commercial break laughing. So we're going to use this as a segue before we get into channeling. We're going to talk about the joy and the necessity to laugh these days. And I was just saying to Julia, I love laughing. And you know what the best subject is for my own laughter? Me. Because I do stupid things and I just, you know, I could either kick myself or laugh. And most of the time I end up laughing and talking to myself saying, it's really... (laughs) You gotta be silly. You gotta be silly. Mm-hmm. So yes. I proclaim channel your inner comedian then. I like that. I'll go with that. Yep. I your think inner that's... joker, your inner what <laughs> Just... your inner clown. Channel your inner oh, clown. Your inner clown, your inner fun child, your inner whatever. You know, because children have no problem laughing. No. They just say everything's funny. Everything's an exploration. Everything. What happened to that little kid? Absolutely. I'm I'm with you. If there's one resolution, I just finished putting something on Instagram that says really resolution is nothing more than rediscovering that you've had the solution all along. Yes. Yes. But if you want to have a resolution that we call, you know, something that we say we're going to do, resolve to laugh more. I love it. So channel your inner clown. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Now, speaking of channeling, we're going to talk about channeling in all seriousness or not. (laughs) They they say not. Not. Okay. (laughs) Julia, who's they? That's that's my my team. I call them a guidance team. Uh, That's what they asked me to call them just to make it a little bit clearer. Um, but it's, it can be guides. It can be my higher self. It can be, it's like, it's my, my team that, that I'm here for. Oh, that's interesting. See that these are words coming from them that I'm here for. So it's like, I'm the physical representation of this. So this is why, uh, okay, this is them talking now. So this is why they want us to be our own channels because then we're just being more of ourselves. We are the physical manifestation of this other part of ourselves. And so it's like, we're the legs on this spiritual side. Um, and 
so, you know, we're all, we're here trying to figure it all out and everything. And they're like, just open up, just be, just allow. And then that way more of us can come in, the, the more of our true selves. This is all just us. It's not like other beings and oh my gosh, and oh, do I let you in or thing? It's all us, you know, and it's just a matter of us letting in more of ourselves. So mm -hmm. again, we go back to no fear, you know, because it's, uh, I really believe that if, you know, if you're channeling, you're bringing in something that's a part of yourself. Um, and you can tell, uh, oh, that's, oh, really? Really? Okay. <laughs> For some reason, they want me to say this. It's like a disclaimer um, okay. that not everybody is being true to themselves. So if you will just be true, I don't know why that needs to be said. See, I don't like to go there. So, mm -hmm. but some people, they're just, they're wanting me to say, there's just some people that are wannabes. And there's a difference between a wannabe and, and just doing it. Okay. Because, Everybody can do this. I agree with you. Everybody. And it's like, this isn't anything that, that we need to say, oh, you know, I can do this. So that makes me see when, when you get something like that going on, now it becomes the same old thing of get your information from the outside because you're not good enough to get it yourself, you know? And that's what their whole mission is right now is to become your own channel. It's you go inside, you get your own information. You know more about you than anybody else does. And you will always get your true answers. So don't put your power in somebody else. Put your power in you. You have the answers. Just trust. It really comes down to allowing and trusting because that's our barriers that we put in there. And we don't want to believe that we could possibly have the answer. Well, I want to tell you, you actually can, and you do have the answers. And it's just a matter of trusting it. I mean, and we, every single person, as you're developing this channel ability, you will have things that you put yourself through. I mean, I, I call it the human side of ourselves. It's just what we do. It's like a test. And mm -hmm. to see, is this me? Is this you? Is this what? what is? Is this something taking me over? Wow. No, is this something to be feared? And that's just, I think that's very human of us when we just, but it's just a matter of now you just listen, take advantage, understand what you're hearing and then see what happens. I acknowledge it. I thank. This is how it was in the beginning. I thanked it. I, I whatever was coming in, and then within 24 hours, I would get three confirmations of what I heard, and that that would happen every single time. And then what I was starting to understand was that was teaching me to trust the information, because I was going to outside of me. I was going to psychics. I was going to all kinds of people to get my information, and it was showing me. And the funny thing is, the psychics were all telling me. Well, you already know this. I don't know why you're asking us. You know this. I'm like, yeah, but I, I just need a confirmation. <laughs> so, but see, that's part of that development and that's okay. And I feel like, I think all this is coming from a place because I feel like um, a lot of you are there in that place and you're just needing to understand what's going on with you. Every single one of us has the ability to have direct communication with our higher selves with our, that greater part of ourselves that has all of the answers so that we can get exactly what we need at any moment in time. It's just a matter of allowing it and trusting it, believing it, all of those things. You say it's just a matter of allowing and trusting and believing and we're that simple, Julia, let's face it, it, it I think it can be more cumbersome to so many than it mm -hmm. should be because of programming. Mm -hmm. The question that's coming to me is how does one begin the process of getting out of their own way? Well, and it, it comes with first, it's just a matter of exploring it 
and and just being open to it and then whenever you do receive information and it can come in so many different ways so that's part of it is understanding the different you can might hear it you might see it you might feel it it might start coming to you in in messages on you know maybe you see signs maybe you see people say something whatever you know it's like you'll you'll get there's so many different ways to get the information and it's just being acknowledging it first and that's like the first my understanding is like, okay, I, I get it. Okay, you're trying to communicate with me. Okay, I'm hearing you. I may not fully understand what you're saying yet, but I'm hearing you. And so see, then that that just opened your window just a little bit more. Um, and then now you'll get something else. It's like, okay, I get that. Thank you. But I'm not sure if I believe it or not. I, it, You know, that could be just my wishful thinking. That could be whatever. See, that's the stuff we go through that's where we're getting in our own way. I'm not saying believe everything blindly. I'm saying put, go through the run, go through, put it through the, what do they call that? Put it through the, um, the mill, the okay. mill. That's, yeah. The mill, put it through yeah. the mill, see if it works for you. But this is what I did. And I've heard a lot of people say they go, they have gone through the same process. And I, I really feel like that's that human part of us. And it's whatever works for you to get where you feel like you can trust the information. And I just know that I've gone through enough. I mean, I still get the confirmations. I don't need it anymore, but I still get it. And I just thank them. I thank the wherever it's coming from. It's like, I'm really thanking myself for this connection I've got, you know, because that's what it is. It's nothing foreign to any of us. It's something that's there for each and every one of us. That's why it's like, if you can see that it, it is that way, then it's not a straw of a reach, a real stretch, you know, for you to go, Oh, I can do this because it's something that we all have. Absolutely. You know, it's an innate ability that every single one of us has to communicate with this part of ourselves in some way. Your way may not look like my way. My way may not look like Alexis's way. It's just, we, but we all have it. We can do it. It's just, you find your way. I think that's important. And you had mentioned that with yours, one of your signatures is the fact that you get three signs of con that show confirmation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so beautiful and really discovering your own signature. Uh, and and it again, it doesn't have to look and probably won't look like anybody else's. That's what makes right. it uniquely yours. I can tell you with me. And by the way, I'll, I'll put it out there. I don't do it actively, but I do channel. I've been doing it for years. I've done it for other people. But the kicker with me is it's it's uh, very spontaneous. I don't set out to do it. But what I noticed, Julia, pattern for me is, let's say I'm talking to you and something's coming through. Uh, I'll get a what almost feels like a physical thrust, um, <laughs> like an aggression, like because the first thing is, in my inclination is to don't say anything. You're talking about something different. That would be not polite. And then it'll go, no, you will <laughs> ask her, ask her, ask her. And it'll be an aggression. They get aggressive with me. Mm -hmm. You know, I can tell you know what I'm talking about. Oh, completely. <laughs> completely no. Absolutely. And it's been fascinating to see. And I, I don't know that I referred to it as channeling per se mm -hmm. until more recently. And then I realized, you know, we're both authors. I wrote my book mm -hmm. in 2014. And I realized, I think in retrospect, part of that book was channeled. Part of that book was channeled. Yeah, as I, writers, I, you can't. That's what I do. I, I, don't, I, I, I happily receive the, the, the accolades I've gotten because it's like, I don't feel like I wrote the book. Right. <laughs> But you did because it was part of you that wrote it still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Fascinating process. What would you say, and we're we're going to wind down probably in about 10 minutes. And by the way, folks, we are going to take this to the after show. And I'm going to put Julia somewhat on the spot, <laughs> somewhat on the spot, because I think this is fascinating. And I have a feeling you might have a couple of techniques you could share with our patrons, maybe, we'll that see. could get us started. See what comes through. I tell mm-hmm. you what, we'll see what comes through. Because I do the same as you, you know, it, it happens very spontaneously. I don't do any kind of a, a thing and it's like, okay, come in now, you know, whatever. Right. It's not like that. It's usually when I'm talking to somebody, all of a sudden things will come in for that person or in general, whatever about the situation. And you are so right. If I'm supposed to say something and I've tried that so many times, like, no, I'll have, I'll, I'll say, no, I'm not going to say that. No, no, no. And they're like, and in my head, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. It's almost like obnoxious. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. They're not going to leave you alone until you do something. That's and, a, that's... Sometimes, and sometimes I'll get it. Do you ever get the tugging on the throat? No, but you know what? I've had impressions on my back, like something's pushing me literally. There you go. It happens all the time. <laughs> we may even do. Okay. So here's what we're going to do, Journey, is we're going to take this to the after show in a minute or so. And I'm going to try something. I want to see if I can channel something for Julia and maybe Julia can try to channel something for me just as a little exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you think about that? It's so fun. And I do think experimentation, Mm -hmm. not for the sake of curiosity, but to really get that muscle agile again is important. Well, it is a muscle and it's a muscle that you're always building and that's where it has to start with something. And that's what we're talking about. First you acknowledge, you give thanks, then you're starting to build that trust. And as you keep doing that, that's building that muscle stronger and stronger. And to me, what I see visually is it's like this, this opening that just gets wider and wider and wider to allow more of that part of yourself into yourself. So, but it is a muscle and it's not going to just develop overnight. No, for sure. This is a time folks, you know, you, you, No, I sound like a broken record at this point. The journeyers know I say I feel we are living at a metaphysically, magically potent time. So if there's any time to get that muscle agile and out of dormancy, it's now. And I think Universe will really work with you. Um, We have so many tools, so many tools that are, we always have, but now more than ever, it's time to pick up that hammer and, and hammer that nail. So if I, if I could, I, this was coming to me before we even started the show was to ask this question is if you're really being honest with yourself. And I know this past year has been interesting to say the very least. I mean, how many lives have been turned completely around? Uh, if how many, you know, it's like if you have been put into a situation to where now you're more isolated, you're more alone, you're more, you know, have you been kind of being pushed or, or persuaded. I mean, whatever is like things are happening that are different in your life, you know? Um, and it might be, I feel like so much of this year was about turning inward and to, and to look inside and to find that comfort inside. Um, and so it was building that. And I would just, I, I just wonder how many have had things like that. It, I mean, are there, is there anybody whose life stayed status quo? I mean, that, <laughs> you're, you'd probably be the rarity. You know, I, I think this was a year about turning everything on its head so that you will go inside. I think that's what's happened. We can't obviously speak for everyone out there, but I know in our audience, and they've been very vocal with me, really paying attention to the big things as well as the nuanced sort of subtleties that have happened and uh, status quo now. 
And I don't think our audience has ever been living a status quo life. That's the other thing. <laughs> so I start now. Yeah. Wow. But getting back to tools, I want to talk about a couple before we close out the main segment. Then we are going to head over to the Patreon after show. Let's talk about QHHT and let's talk about Soul Speak. Tools, tools, tools that I think for what we're looking at, uh, talking about here, learning how to channel, learning how to really uh, tap the core of us. There's no better tool and your beloved, beloved mom. And I want to ask about her before we close out as well, because I know she's front and center in all of this. Mm -hmm. QHHT, let's talk about quantum healing hypnosis technique. Tell us a little bit about it and how, how the layperson would tap in, mm-hmm. particularly if they want to learn to heal vis-a-vis the channeling uh, I mean, you're breaking up, medium. How could QHHT, how might that help in, in all of this really sort of breaking to the core of ourselves? Well, that's that's actually the whole purpose of QHHT. It helps you to see and understand who you really are. Um, and by using this, you're working with somebody else and that's you're helping them to see who they really are. And like I said, you're tapping into this part that has all of the answers and it will take you to times, events, places, whatever that have relevance to what's going on in your life now so that you can get some perspective. It might be another life. It might be previous in this life. It might be another dimension. It might be, it's wherever has relevance, you know, to your experience. It may be experiences that you've had in other times, places. And so, and by seeing that, see, then you're able to uh, understand better what's going on in your life right now. And then at the very, you know, later, then we get it all kind of summed up with, we actually speak directly to this part of ourselves and get the, like, why was that shown? What was the relevancy there? What's so big about that? And then tying it all together for yourself. So that's like this huge thing when you're able to see that you actually do have this part of you that has answers and you actually can communicate with it because it's not like I'm going to sit here and tell you what it's saying. You're when you are the client, you are telling yourself what it's mm-hmm. saying. I mean, cause you are channeling your higher self is basically what's happening there. So it teaches you how to do that. So to me, QHHT is, it's like that it's a gateway again, <laughs> you know, it's, it's teaching people how to make that connection in, in that state. And then it's then by doing that in that hypnotic state, it's showing you how to do it now in the conscious state, because many, most people now are aware they're not awake, but they're aware. They're more aware of what's going on. So they can, they can now put the pieces together. It's like, Oh, I know this feeling. I know now what this part of me feels like. So now I can, communicate or I can tap into that. You know, it's an energy thing. It's you just tap into that energy anytime. And that's how it's it's helping you to shift over to do it consciously. What better gift can we help humanity with than to teach them how to communicate and tap into that part of themselves? I think it's happening spontaneously for a lot of people right now, but when you can put it within the context or a process and approach like you achieve QHHT, which I know is time tested. I know people that have gone through it and and rave about it really to hone those skills. Uh, this is the time to do it. This is absolutely the time to do it. I'm going to do it as a matter of fact, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> and I'm excited to be working uh, with, I started to call you Dolores, Lord have mercy. 
that happens a lot. I know it does. You, you're starting to look more like your mom, that beautiful, warm <laughs> smile. Anyway, uh, wow. I just kind of lost my train of thought there. Mom's coming through. Mom's coming through. Uh -huh. QHHT, so excited to be working with the crew at QHHT. <laughs> Y'all go to QHHT like I'm going to do. We're really excited that uh, you go over to QHHT, sign up, put in the coupon code Higher Journeys, Journeyers, Higher Journeys, one word, and we'll hook you up to get in and get going with it. And we're probably going to have, I guarantee you, we're going to have more conversations about uh a QHHT. And I'd love to hear some testimonials from people that through our show that uh, go through the program, it would take some time, obviously. What did, tell us a little bit about uh, the course is the course itself, the duration, and who it might be for, ideally. Well, ideally, okay, uh, let's start with who it's, I mean, how it's structured. Um, it, it was a recording of a five-day course um, a few years back when mom was still alive. So it's mom actually teaching. And mm. what's really cool about it is, uh, oh, it doesn't matter who, how many years I keep you know, watching it and everything, you will feel like she's right there with you. And because I really feel like she is, she's just continuing on and doing this. Um, you feel like you're in her classroom and you're learning from her. It's, there's actually like three, four days. I'm trying to think. It was like we had a day and they were there practicing. And then they come back and they share what happened in their sessions. And so you get the feedback there as well. Uh -huh. So you have all of that information. You're getting step by step by step by step of everything you need to do. And as if you know nothing. And actually, we prefer, we almost prefer you to know nothing <laughs> and have no background. Um, because if you do have a hypnosis background, uh, uh, and then we ask you to forget that because this is mm -hmm. different. So don't, don't try to bring your other stuff in to try and improve QHHT. This is a highly guided sourced technique that mom took and she, and it's being, it's kept in its pure form, you know, to keep going. And that's where it doesn't need all these other things. And that's explained in the course as to why it works so beautifully, just the way it is. But anyway, but for that reason, See, it's for anybody can take it. You don't have to have any special qualifications, any special background or anything. What I like people to have, what I'm looking for is what I call the passion factor. I, I'm looking for people that want to help people. And so if you have that desire and you're just trying to figure out how can I help people, this is a wonderful thing to look at. I, I feel sure. like, yeah, look, look at the gift you give people. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Every single session that you do with somebody else, you're growing and learning, Plus, mm -hmm. you're doing this for some, I mean, it's so much growth that's happening all the time and learning and you're on the front seat. You have the front seat, front row seat to the most exciting adventures in the universe. I mean, really <laughs> I believe that. listen, only because I've heard from so many people. I mean, look, QHHT, I'm sure many of you that are watching right now are already well familiar with it, but uh, I'm still really just coming into understanding the fullness of it. And I've just heard nothing but amazing mm -hmm. things about it. Is this the type of thing? Uh, I want to call you Dolores again. Why, why is this? This did not happen in the beginning. It's just happening now. I think your I think your mother's energy is coming through. I, I really do. <laughs> yeah, not surprising at all. But let me, see. mom, can I just get this out, please? <laughs> let me just get this out. Is this the type of thing, Julia, that an individual who really just wants to work on themselves could take as well? You can take it. It's really meant to work with somebody else. But the process of taking the course really helps you to understand 
who we are and how we work. And in that process, you can get many um, benefits for yourself. Sure. Um, okay. it's, it's not designed for self-hypnosis, but many people have taken some of the parts of it and just kind of worked it uh, with themselves. I feel like the biggest thing you get is all the understanding you know, of what's going on and, and like who we really are and those things. That is huge. Right. We're helping ourselves. Well, just like your mother, it just came to me. And I, I, I'll tell you, I first learned about your mom's work through a dear friend of mine, PMH Atwater, who I believe mm -hmm. you know as well. Uh, she wrote about Dolores in her book, Future Memory, and talks about your mom's incredible process and her own epiphany as to how this process was working for her, where she was doing hypnosis on others. Mm -hmm. She was getting the benefit because the others were acting as channels for messages for your mom. Mm -hmm. Same type of thing you're talking yeah. about. I I mean, think. That's where her book came from. I mean, the, all that information um, was coming, uh, especially the convoluted universe books, the three ways of volunteers. All, that's where that, that would be, if they had information to get through then they would come through in a session. It's like, here, you need this, you need this information. And and she was like, once she asked, why are you giving it to me? And they said, well, we need to give it to somebody who will get it out there. You know, why give it to somebody who's not going to do anything with it? Right. Absolutely. So that's yeah. why they're giving it to a writer, you know? <laughs> and she did. She did her job. <laughs> Your mom. Mm -hmm. Let's focus on her for a minute. I see her in a white blouse with sleeves rolled up to her elbows. A gold chain. And sitting in an armchair. Okay. Because she's coming through. There's no question about it. The question that I had is, what, what is your mother saying about what's going on right now? And I don't know if I can take it beyond a vision I have of her. A white blouse, sleeves rolled up to the elbows, a gold chain sitting in an armchair. What would your mother be saying about, you think, all that's going on right now? Well, one of the things that she said many times toward the end, it's like, we are living in very exciting times, you know, and we all decided to be here. This, we signed on for this. Um, we didn't necessarily know. I think on the other side, we did know what was coming, what was going to happen. But as far as like us consciously, we know we're here for something. And that's why many of us are getting this feeling of a drive and maybe a mission feel, things like that. That's why we're here. Uh, we have bigger roles to play. Um, she would say, because and I'm being reminded of Nostradamus again. So um, I remember in, do you remember in 1999 when it was getting ready to turn over to 2000 hmm. <laughs> and everybody was thinking, yeah, the Y2K, right? <laughs> um, and people were thinking it's the end of the world. And she had all these people were coming to her for radio shows and, and uh, to talk about, you know, what did Nostradamus say? Is this the end of the world and everything? And she's like, no, it's going to be just another day. You got, so it's not going to, that's not what it is. You know, it's just, it's, it's other things happening. It's the energy. It's, but she was like the only one that was like, no, we're all going to be fine. And, and everybody's prepared. They're hunkering down for the end of the world. And then here comes the first and we're all still here. We're all fine, you know, and just, and so I feel like it's, it's the same. It's like, 
we this is just where we are. These are these are the times are changing. These are the times that um, yeah we they're shifting in the world. There's a lot of things going on. That's why we're here. We are here to help this. We are bringing it about. We are many. We're causing it. We're helping it, and we're bringing it through. So that's you know. So just do our part. <laughs> you know? Causing and, it. Yeah, one of the things that she has said, someone asked me right after she passed, they said, what would she tell us if she was if she was to give a message? And what came through so strong and it continues to come through is to be here. You are here for a reason. So do it. Be it. You know, so many of us are wanting to just run away and go hide and be rescued or whatever and trying to leave the planet. And it's like. You are here for a reason. Even if you volunteered, you are still here for a reason to accomplish something. So do that. Be here. When you're done, then you can go. And how you know if you're done is this is this came from Jonathan Langston Siegel. How do you know when you're done? If you're still here, you're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Be you. Be your reason, you know, instead of keep wanting to be rescued, it's that, see, there it goes back to ourselves again. Be your own rescuer. Be your own savior. You have all the answers. Do you. Do you. And do it here and do it now. Mm -hmm. PMH Atwater, speaking of which, says simply be here now. Be here now. And I find myself. Be here now. And I find Mm -hmm. myself like the, the rest of us, you know, even meditating lately, I've been. My mind's been kind of racing lately. No, no surprise with so much going on, so many things to do and exciting, but I'll have to reel myself back in and say, Alexis, be here now. Yeah, exactly. Be here in the moment. It's, it's so easy to get. And that's where, okay. When we were talking before the show, we we're talking about a little bit about all the craziness or anything. I feel like that is kind of what that is. It's like a backdrop of, you know, to our, to our own movies that we want to play. And it's how much do you want to allow that to distract you? Right. You know, it's, it's just there. Now, what are you going to do with it? You can play in that role or you can play in this one. You know, you can play in the, the one that's really far. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, be be here in the moment. I mean, they can't. I don't know how many more books need to be written on being in the present. It's <laughs> not. It's certainly not original. And yet somehow we're not getting it. So it's going to continue to play and cliche and any euphemism that needs to be used to get the message across. Mm-hmm. And certainly we did, I, I, there's not one aspect of what's gone on that has not been discussed. So I'm not saying anything new, but certainly out of all of the madness, the fact that so many of us were forced into being sequestered certainly is a message loud and clear. You better be here now because you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and we need you. And we, we need you. I mean, that keeps coming through so many times on different sh- on shows that I'm like my own shows and everything. When they come through, it's like this world would not be the same without you. We need each and every one of you. That's why you are here. You play a very specific role. You are a very specific piece to this puzzle. And so you've got to play your part. You've got to be you. Because if you're not, it's not the experience that we signed up for. It won't be the world, is it? Mm -hmm. Is. 
Uh-uh. I think the message is loud and clear. Speaking of your show, and then we're going to sign off. I want to say kudos to you and me. I don't know if you know this, but Feedspot recently honored both of us as being one of the top 25 metaphysical podcasts of 2020. Did you know that you are number one? <laughs> what? I tell you, I don't look at stuff. What? Yes. I'm going to put up a visual so you can see. And when we get off the air, I'll explain. They should have contacted you. But yes, Feedspot is a well-known blog review. And uh, I was contacted, I don't know, three or so months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, Higher Journeys made number five. uh, (laughs) But you made number one. So kudos to you. (laughs) I love surprises. I just love them. There you go. We're going to end it there. Uh, uh, Yeah, with me flabbergasted. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Julia. Thank you. Congratulations, Alexis. You know what this is reminding me, though, of um, is my mother, when she was doing her courses and she was doing all her stuff, she was just writing the books. She was just putting the information out there. And then all of a sudden, right toward the last couple of years, all of a sudden, it's almost like she kind of stopped and looked and was like, did I do this? I mean, it's like all of a sudden she was able to see it. She was just doing her thing. And I that we've been, we're just doing our thing. We're not trying to, you know, oh, I got to be this. It's like we're just doing our thing, trying to help people and be out there for people. And, oh, my gosh. It does wow. feel good. It does feel good. It's a, it's a labor of love. You and I both know. I wake mm-hmm. up exhilarated every single day. Can't wait to get started. So because I love it and I love the audience and I love you. I love you, Julia Cannon. You're just absolutely precious. So on that note, juliacannon.com. We didn't talk about Soul Speak. Real quick, Soul Speak. Tell us very quickly. Very quickly, it's understanding the language of your body. Your higher self is trying so desperately to talk to you. And so if it can't get messages through in any other way, then it's going to go through the body. And so if you have any issues, aches, pains, illnesses, anything, it's higher self trying to talk to you. Soul Speak is the translation manual for that. And I have in this last year of being, you know, we had to be stopped and, and closed down. I actually created it into an online course. That's beautiful. Um, that's so beautiful. that's available. So if you go to juliacannon.com, you can get all the information. We'll make sure to have a link. And there's also a coupon code, I believe, for higher journeys there. So we got you hooked up. We got you covered. And, and you have no excuses, journeyers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Such fun and such great energy to start the new year. All right, Julia, don't go anywhere. We're going to shove on over to the next room and have the after show. So in the meantime, journeyers, thank you. We love you. And we hope to see you over there. If not, we'll see you for the next show on Higher Journeys. I'm your host, Alexis Brooks. Bye.